Welcome to the pre-match, a footballing podcast delivered to your ears every weekend of the footballing seasons. By now, you know you can find us on every major podcast network, including Apple, Google, Acast, TuneIn, and many more. Joining me at Graham Bailey on Twitter is the legendary Craig underscore Honeyman. How are you doing, Craig? Great, refreshed. Had a few days holiday in the UK this week, mate, so feel uh, feel really good today. Oh, nice staycation. That is lovely. Yeah, we're coming to the end, both in the North East, going to the end of the children's holidays, which will be nice and relaxing for us next week when the kids go back. So we're going to obviously going to be previewing, as ever, every game. We're doing a podcast to do this. We preview every game of the weekend in England. But before that, Craig, we've had a few storylines this week. Top of the, the top of the table thing's interesting, isn't it? Man City, Liverpool, we both predicted wins. Quickly, quick. I, I think we do. We, I think it'll go down last weekend of the season. The title chase, do you? Yeah, I do. It's it's it, it's brilliant. It really is brilliant to have a genuine title fight that's going to go to the wire. Yeah, and and at the bottom, Craig, it it, it does look as if we're going to get that as well. Where Burnley are now within a point of Everton, but it's Burnley not under Sean Dyche, Craig. This is one that came up on Good Friday. I, I was able to break the story, Craig. Obviously, I'm not going to let on my sources at Burnley. I was able to get this out first, just by a few minutes. But hey, it's, it, it all counts, Craig, doesn't it? But someone within within the club, I'm not saying if it's a player or not. But yeah, I managed to get that out. But Sean Dice, it took everyone by surprise on Good Friday. I must admit, it took me by surprise, Craig. He's gone. Mike Jackson's come in, assisted by our mutual uh, friend. Although we know Paul Jenkins from his Middlesbrough days, Craig. And, and they've picked up four points in the last two games. And and I imagine Mike Jackson will probably get this now to end the season, Craig. Like, why wouldn't you have to pick up four points? On on Dice show, obviously it came as a shock to you as well, Craig. It was a it, it's still it's still sinking in Dice leaving Burnley for me. Um, I think the, the, the timing of it did, Graham. Mm. Not so much the end of Sean Dyche at uh, at Burnley. No, um, within footballing circles, I think everyone sort of had an inkling on knew something was going on for the end of the season. But as you said, the timing of it was a bit of a shock. Yeah, I, I just look at it and I, I know that the, the recruitment models changed at the football club. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not so sure in previous years they would have signed a corner and a recourse. Um, we're both very good players for, for Burnley, by the way. Uh, yeah. t- two of their better players, I would suggest. Um, look, we've got an aging squad, um, and, and this really is the ra- last roll of the dice for them. Um, I, I think it's a brave decision. I, I'm not necessarily going with the, the a lot of the media hype that it's the wrong decision. Um, it could turn out to be the right decision if Burnley do turn it around another uh, a, a miraculous recovery and, and stay in the league. And certainly the last couple of games have given themselves a, a real shot in the arm without Sean Dyche. Yeah, we'll come on to the previous, um, certainly, Craig. But yeah, within the point, that, and, 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 and again, the relegation battle could come down the last day of the season as well. It could be a really exciting end um, to the Premier season. I know, I, don't, I haven't looked at Burnley's list too much, but I know they've got Newcastle at home. So, look, they've got Wolves coming up. Uh, they've got Watford away. They've got the worst home form in the in the division. They've got Villa at home, and Villa are not travelling well. Tottenham away, which is which is really 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 tough. Um, Villa away, which is equally tough. Um, and then they finish with Newcastle at home. So they've, they've actually so, so got half of those, half those games that you, you, they would think would be yeah. winnable. Yeah, listen, I, you look you look at Everton's fixtures, Graham. Liverpool, Ooh. Chelsea, yeah. 
Yeah. Leicester, Watford, Brentford, Palace and Arsenal. I think there's more winnable. I, I'll be honest, for me reading those out, Craig, I said there's more winnable games for Burnley than there is. Totally for... agree. And, and um, if, you look, if you look at Leeds as well, Graham, I, I think Leeds are are out of it, but they, they've got to play Palace, City, Arsenal, Chelsea, Brighton and Brentford. Yeah, I'd say there's three there for Leeds as well. So I think what Leeds, what do we think? Only one more win for Leeds? One, okay. Yeah, yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely definitely a win coming coming there for Leeds. Yeah, we're very much in the Jesse Marsh camp on this pod, aren't we? So we wish him all the very best. But yeah, it'd be exciting. Yeah, it'd be nice. From a, you know, from an outsider's point of view, we want something on the last day, don't we? So if it's not yeah. the title race, we want relegation or, or ideally both, really. Both, both would be brilliant, wouldn't they? Both would. That yeah. moving that moving graphic on Sky Sports and BT Sport, wherever you watch, where the league table changes throughout the, the, the day, it's brilliant. Yeah. I, I know they do like to keep them on the same time, but I, I would like, City and Liverpool's games to be moved to the next day maybe I've been playing it off in the relegation day before but no that's a little thing we'll see how it goes because then it gives the relegation one a, a real centre stage as well but we'll have to see how it goes long as, you, as you've just named those games Craig there's a lot of games to be played um, quickly Craig before we move on to the previous ourselves Ten Hag finally confirmed we knew this was coming yeah. etc everyone's having a debate and and we'll, we, we won't we won't know much but we obviously you know it's they already know the summer plans. We know that he's he's doing so. We, we've seen reports of ten players coming in and twelve out. I I do wonder about that, Craig, in some regard. But we'll yeah. see, won't we? We'll so we'll we'll see what Ten Hag does. I think in an ideal world, he'd love to get rid of ten players, but it's not always that easy, is it, Craig? Very very difficult, particularly the level of the players we're talking about, the length of the contract, and the the salaries that they're earning. Um, we know that Pogba and Lingard are, are going to leave yeah. when their contracts expire. Matic will leave when his contract yeah. expires. Uh, expect one matter to leave when his contract. So there's there's four players that will leave on on free a contract. And it's and a likes of it's a Marshalls, the Joneses, the yeah. Eric Bays, the Victor yeah. Lindelofs, yeah. who 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 we don't doubt that Ten Hag in an ideal world. Not that he doesn't rate his lads, but it, it'd be their fringe players who we would love to move on straight away. But they're the ones who are difficult to get rid of, Craig, because the, the contracts they have at United is not easy, is it? Oh, it's, it's very difficult. I think he will give all of the players a a, a clean slate. Um and it'll be who buys into to his intensity. We we know how he trains, Graham. He, it's real high intensity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the I, I'm told by one Ajax player that they train like they they play, um, and everything is everything is geared towards match day, which is refreshing. It's a bit old school. Um, it's not it's not such a modern approach. That it's, it's very old school to have that real and high. What, and one man, one man helping him do that, Craig. Who, who was a very similar, had a very similar um, stance and, and ethic is our mutual friend, Millsborough legend Steve McLaren, who we understand is going into Old Trafford with Ten Hag. Makes a lot of sense. He knows Ten Hag. He knows United. He gave him a reference during the process, which is where it came about. So it makes a lot of sense to me, this one. And I think um, we're both delighted for St- Steve will be going in there, aren't we? It's yet to be confirmed. Uh, if, if he does, I think it would be a very shrewd appointment for United. Steve McLaren is a fantastic football coach. No, no, no doubt about it. Um, and I think probably at this stage, going in as a as a first team coach, as an assistant manager, call it what you will. I think it would suit him. I think it would suit the players. I think he'd get the best out of players. Uh, and, and like you've rightly said, he knows the club and he knows English football. So I think that would that would make a, 
a lot of sense. It's going to be exciting times for United. Um, it's going to, it's going to be I, I, like, I like the fact that McLaren was there during the treble winning time, so he knows yeah. he knows the heights that United can go to. That's what you can get over to Ten Hag. You know, we saw the Mullensteins and stuff being linked, but Steve McLaren was there during during Sarge Ferguson's heyday, so he knows just the height. He knows the levels that the club can be at, doesn't he? He certainly does, Graham. There's no doubt about that. And, and of course, he's, he is a top, top, top coach. Um, and we know it's ten, the good thing as well, it's ten, ten Hag wants him there. So it's a good sign for United to letting him do that because it's Ten Hag who wants him rather than others saying, oh, you should bring him in. We know it's a Ten Hag appointment, which is a good sign. Anyone that comes in will be a Ten Hag appointment. I think that was part of the process. Like as we say, it's yet to be confirmed. Um, if if it if it does happen, I think it's very shrewd. Uh, I'm sure whoever he brings in uh, will buy into to his philosophy, and it will take time um, two two three seasons um, to get that across in into a playing style. Um, it's going to take four maybe six windows to get the the squad that that he wants. So I think the key here is is patience from from United fans, similar to how the Liverpool fans were patient with with Jurgen Klopp when he came in. Yeah, and as we say, as we always say, Craig, and so we agree, it's all about recruitment, isn't yep. it? And 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 the getting it right. We know we know they've been like linked after a few of the Declan Rice's and and Anthony. And the Declan Rice conversation interests me, Craig, because I, I see. You know that a lot. Everyone seems to agree that he is top target. That's what I've been told. He's their top target in midfield. But then there's there's some reports saying, oh, but they're not sure about paying the money. And for me, Craig, I just think this is Manchester United. They need a Roy Keane. They need a Paulin's character. And if that is Declan Rice, if he's your main target, just pay the money. Don't 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 let money dictate the future of the club. This is United. They were going to spend billions anyway. They're the top. Spent the top spending club in the last ten years, anyway. Yeah. Just if if you really do want Declan Rice, if Ten Hag wants him, just pay the money. Don't <laughs> don't go don't go for your second choice because he's fifty million pound cheaper. If he's your top target, just pay. It. I think the, the problem we've got, Graham, is that other elite clubs will want Declan Rice. I, indeed, I can, indeed, Craig. Yeah, indeed. You know, I can see Man City or Liverpool or Bayern Munich or Real Madrid. He, he is one of those players, Craig, Declan Rice. He's like, um, I'd put him in the same bracket as an Mbappé this summer. There's probably four or five players, Craig, who who are on the market, who will move, such as uh, Mbappé. I'd put Tuchemani, the Monaco player in this in this bracket as well. There's three or four players who will get in every team in the world. And yeah. I think Declan Rice is in that category, Craig. I don't I agree. I, I I think Declan Rice improves every team in the Champions League. In in the Champions yeah. so every team that, that's played in the Champions League mm-hmm. this past 12 months. Declan Rice improves every single one of them. Yeah. It's interesting I don't know if you've seen Touch Manny a lot, Craig Monko. I think he is up there with Rice. It's amazing that these two lads are on the market at the same time. Yeah. But if I need a midfielder, um John, I like Ruben Neves, etc. I do. I like Calvin Phillips. But I think Rice and Tujimani are the two who who really get my juices slow. But hey, we've got plenty of podcasts to talk about those guys in the coming yep. weeks. It's going, to be a, it's going to be a fantastic summer for us transfer watchers, isn't it? Transfer writers, watchers and negotiators like yourself. It's going to be a very, very busy summer. So on to the previews, Craig, and everything to play for in, in every division. It's wonderful, isn't it? It's yeah. really boiling up to, to what we wanted in a lot of divisions. Um, so Premier League, here we go, Craig. Get the we don't know who's going to win the title. It's great, great. We're past Easter and we don't know who's going to win the title. That's all yeah. we can ask for, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Yes. No. Um, we, we would have liked Chelsea to have been up there, but hopefully yeah. this offseason they'll do their thing. But let's get on to 
the race for the top four, Craig, and what better place to start than 12.30 on Saturday, Arsenal play Manchester United. Arsenal, who were, strange to say, and who, who we picked to lose to Southampton last week, yeah. Craig. Obviously, we're not rocket scientists, but we saw that coming. And then Tottenham lose as well. What, none of these teams even, by the looks of it, Craig, want fourth place. <laughs> the way they keep yeah. throwing the bat onto each other, oh, we don't want it. You're a Tottenham losing. Tottenham could have had this sewn. Really, if they'd won last week, it would have been just about sewn up, wouldn't it, with the goal defence? Yeah. But Tottenham didn't want the win either, Craig. But on to Arsenal versus United. I think, amazingly, United is still a bit of shout here. They've been yeah. absolutely appalling in the last few weeks, but they're still in with a chance. If Man United win this, they go level on points with Arsenal and Tottenham. So can Craig, can Manchester United go to the Emirates and win? Yeah. Yes, they can. Um, and uh, they can there, but and then do you think they will? I, I Graham, I, I think this is going to be the banana skin game for, for Arsenal. Um, you know, our, Manchester United are in no kind of form whatsoever. Um, Arsenal on the back of that unbelievable four-two win at Chelsea. That was uh, that was one of the that was one of the biggest shocks I've seen all season. <laughs> Not for Arsenal, but when I saw the Arsenal team, which, I know. which which included Rob Holding, Tavares, El Nenny, and then Ketty, it was like seeing one of their Caribou Cup teams. It was, and, and then I, I just that was a staggering, staggering result. And El Nenny was magnificent on the night. Uh, to be fair, I like, I, as I've said before, I think El Nenny's a much better player than Le Congo, who they got from Anderlecht. So El Nenny yeah. aside, but the rest of it, uh, amazing, amazing result though, Fast. So well done, it was an amazing result. Yeah, well, great. It, was, it was a fantastic result. But I, I think this is the banana skin. United playing so poorly. Um, you know, just obviously on, on, on United, Grim, we've got to touch on Cristiano Ronaldo and, and send our mm, heartfelt so. condolences to, to him and his partner with the, the tragic loss of... of, of and just of a quick fact, well, well done to Liverpool and all fans in football who've been very respectful to him. Yeah. We don't expect anything less, but that was a wonderful moment at Anfield on seven minutes. Yeah, it was when stood to rise. And I think the whole of English football uh, could take pride in that moment. Uh, we don't get many moments like that in English football, but that was one of them. Not between those two clubs, Grim. Not between those two clubs in particular, and I think you know the the, the respect from the the, the 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 Liverpool fans was was brilliant, and the the emotion from the United fans equally. Um, you know, football does come together at times of adversity, and this is a time of adversity, and we just. Um, I think Ronaldo it'll be one of those memories. Ronaldo, as he's tweeted, it'll be a memory that he takes with him. I think he'll obviously leave Old Trafford as someone take it with him. But he's had a wonder. Cristiano's had an absolute spectacular season. Is I think he's been. I think he's been disrespected by Ralph Ragnick at times um, too. But I think I'm delighted that he's had a good season, Craig. And I think he'll, he'll go off into a sunset as he a proper, not that he wasn't anywhere, but as a United legend, his, 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 his legendary status at Old Trafford has not been tarnished in any way. You've seen two brilliant hat-tricks. He's, what is he, third top scorer in the Premier League now? Think so so he's, yeah. he's, been, he's been brilliant and fair play to him. Um, he's, he's been a wonderful figure for the Premier League. As, as, as a player, he's been magnificent for, for kids to see him, a different generation to see him. He's a different player to the one we had last time, As of, of course. We that, and, and obviously, we saw him in the cover, and my, my own son, um, when he saw that, he saw that, um, you know, Middlesbrough beat United at Old Trafford. But the, what his one memory from that game, Craig, was being like almost level with Ronaldo when he did that overhead kick. Against yeah. his, that's his, that that's his abiding memory from that game, that he saw Cristiano... Ronaldo live doing an overhead kick. That's that's a memory he in ten years' time that he remember, and I love that. 
Yeah, he's listening. He's, he's iconic, and just to reiterate, you know, our our heartfelt condolences yeah. go, go out to him. And uh, you know, some things are more important than football, and and that that certainly is. Um, but back back to the game, Graham. I, I think I think United pulled together in this one um, and beat Arsenal two one. Uh, and it's it against against the form book, uh, but they go there and, and upset the apple carton. You know, pull themselves closer to to Arsenal. <laughs> Um, yeah, I couldn't disagree more, Craig. I think Ralph Ragnick from the United uh, um, are shocking at the minute. Um, I, I, Ralph Ragnick, some of the tactics are, ba- are bad. I, to tell you what, I still think Oli Gunnar Solskjaer is getting off scot-free from the state of this United team. This is the team that Oli built, and Arsenal will beat them 3-1, is my prediction. On to the three o'clock, Craig. We have Leicester versus Aston Villa. Midlands derby here. Leicester into ninth, Craig. Suddenly from yeah. nowhere, they've crept up to up to ninth suddenly, which is wouldn't be a bad finish. Uh, and Villa, I, I did notice this. They've dropped down to fifteenth in the table, which is. Yeah, I think I think I think I said to you last week off off air um, that Frank Lampard's win ratio at Everton is better than Steven Gerrard's win ratio at Aston Villa. Yeah, it's there's some players there who who are, you know, and and but as as we said, we've discussed this before as well, Greg. Um, in terms of what Gerard wants for the summer, I think he will get get, get what he's given. We, he was in he was in France in midweek in Marseille watching watching them. I think Kamara would have been the the boy who's was watching. I think Villa are going to do, have a very very busy summer, Greg. I think Gerard yeah. knows, and I think it's been an ideal time for him to come in. He's had a chance to properly assess this team, and I, I think there is this thing of managers coming in now, Greg, where he he's assessed the team. He'll have his team ready for preseason. He he won't do a he won't be assessing his team during preseason. He knows who he wants out, uh, and to be fair, as we spoke about Villa. As we spoke about Manchester United, it's actually easier for Gerard to move some of these players on because they're not on those 200, 300 pounds, thousand pounds a week. So I expect big things at Villa this summer. I'm not expecting big things from Villa this weekend, Craig, because I think their poor form will continue in this game. I'm not expecting a classic here, Craig. Um, I'm going to say 2 1 because I still think you've got Coutinho there, who, who I really hope, Craig, that Villa do sign. I think, yeah, obviously, the, I think they're obviously pressing Barcelona, which is a sensible thing to do. They know Barcelona want rid, so why would you pay a full fee? Why would you not want his wages covered? They're going to press Barcelona for every penny of that deal, which is just sensible. But yeah, I think Leicester will come out of this one, though, Craig, 2 1. Yeah, I think, I think realistically, the, the highest Leicester can finish is ninth. Yeah, uh, yeah. I must say that there's eight, as you said, there's an eight-point gap between them and yeah. them and so it flatters them a little bit. Yeah, but I, I think with the injuries they've had, Graham, uh, oh, yeah. to play playing in Europe, um, the Fafana's the, the, the looking great again, isn't it? Fafana's phenomenal, uh, and as as you've said for a long, long time, Graham, he will go to the very, very top of. There is there is not a better young defender in world football than Wesley Fafana. Yeah, I think another another season or two at Villa. Sorry, at, excuse me, at Leicester, and then yeah. he'll, he'll he'll really push on. Um, I, I think Leicester will win win this 3-1 uh, I think they've got a lot to play for I think a lot of players there uh, know that will be changes this summer so they've got to to continue their their high level of performance uh, and they'll they'll beat Villa comfortably Talking of comfortable wins Craig I don't want to preempt you but Man City are hosting Watford at 3 o'clock um, yeah. we don't have to spend too much time on this I think Man City will beat Watford 6-0 Yeah Graham do you know what's really important and I, I, I looked at this was the um, the goal difference issue 
the... I, I was just thinking that, but I hadn't looked. I hadn't looked massively, but I'm looking now. Okay. Right. So yeah. So obviously, um, six points as it stands. Yeah. So so six goals. Six goals sorry. Six goals. Yeah. So Liverpool have conceded two more than that. Surprises me, Craig. I wouldn't have said if you'd asked me that question. I'd have thought City would have conceded more. City's defence is phenomenal. They don't, they don't con- they, listen. They don't give the ball away very often, which which helps. And, and the last few games, though, they've been doing it without Diaz and the drew with Liverpool in the league. I don't think yeah. they get enough credit for they, they, they they've lost their best centre half there undoubtedly. Yeah. And he's back for the running game. Diaz is yeah, back yeah, for the running game. Yeah, but budget. I don't think they'll get enough credit for missing him, you know? No. I, and, and look, they, you know, they've, they've scored, um, Liverpool scored eight more than than, mm. than 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 City. So there's a six swing. Um, and I agree with you. I think they will go hell for leather to score goals at the weekend against Watford for that very, very issue. Mm. And I, I think they'll win 5 0. Uh, and really now you said that, I think it could be even more. Now, now, now you've raised that as a point, Fair. I think this could be, yeah, this could be. There's a six, there's like. a six swing, isn't there? So they, they, yeah. they could eliminate, they could eliminate that six swing in one yeah. game. Because we'll come to Liverpool. Obviously, I don't think Liverpool are going to get that type of result this weekend. But we'll come to the, we'll come to their game on Sunday. Yeah. Moment. Yeah. So we're both agreed on City easy win coming. And will Watford? They can't be relegated this weekend, can they? My maths isn't great. Um, no, it's six, six, six games no, left, no. so it's eighteen points. No, not not no. yet, but yeah, Watford's relegation is coming now. Um, talking of relegation, Norwich City's relegation will be confirmed soon. They host Newcastle United. Um, obviously, the one thing with we'll come on to Burnley again. One thing with their change of manager means that the bottom uh, six teams in the Premier League have now changed their manager. Craig, I, yeah, I that's the first time in history that, that has happened. So Newcastle, obviously, they're in um, they're up to eleventh, Craig, in the table. Wonderful job done by Eddie Howe. They can finish ninth. Imagine Newcastle finishing ninth, Craig. Wow. Um, and pre- some weeks ago, Graham, I did suggest that they would finish above Brighton, and I still maintain that. Yeah, could although Brighton's had to, they've had some fun, they've had a couple Unbelievable. Of great performances recently. They really have. Um, so fair play to both of those teams. Uh, both could have easily been dragged into relegation trouble, but now they are both far away from it. Uh, and how already looking towards the, the summer, no doubt, Craig. Um, but oh, it's it's a tough one. Both teams, nothing to lose here. Two all Norwich, Newcastle. Yeah, I think, um. I think Eddie Howe, in terms of an appointment, um, I questioned it when he went in. Not Eddie Howe's management uh, at all. I questioned, was he the man to go and dig someone out of a relegation battle? Yeah, that situation. Uh, yeah, yeah and, and and how wrong was I? And, and when you're wrong, you admit you're wrong. So uh, he has done a phenomenal job. To the point, Graham, I think he's got to be in discussion for manager of the year. I really, I really do. Um, the, 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 listen, the, the two top teams we know are phenomenal, and they, you know, we, they're going to compete potentially in a Champions League final as well. Never mind competing for the the, the, the pinnacle of the of English football. They, they could potentially pinnic, compete for the pinnacle of, of European football. However, uh, for Eddie Howe to take over Newcastle when he did with the points they had, uh, with the fixtures they had to turn them around and get them into the position they are now is. A phenomenal yeah, achievement. It'd be in conversation. Um, yeah. Along with maybe a Thomas Frank, Arteta and Conte have turned around. Okay. I think David Moyes would still be up there for me. Oh, depending, yeah, depending, 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 depending on whether they win the Europa League, etc. But yeah. yeah. So, so your prediction for Norwich? My prediction for the game is, is, is another Bruno Gimenez masterclass and 2-1 to Newcastle. Uh, I think they've got too much quality for, for Norwich and this will be uh, another nail in Norwich's coffin. On to 
big London derby, Brentford hosting Tottenham at the community stadium. Brentford, one of the farm teams in the division. Yeah. Um, spectacular performance by them. You know, Christian Eriksen really turned it on now, Craig. Yeah, I mean, as, as every performance every week goes by, it's less less likely that he's going to stay there. And, you know, but they, Brentford can enjoy him. They had a wonderful six exactly. months, but um, they've given him a, his, his, they're giving him that podium to show himself off again. And, but, you know, that, He's only, as you pointed out, he's only 30, Craig. He's still a world-class player. Yeah. And he's going to have some, he's got some very big teams. One of those teams that he could return to is Tottenham. Yeah, he, he had a, he had a bad departure from Tottenham previously, but this, uh, this Antonio Conte-led Tottenham is very different to the one he left. And uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he ended up back there, Craig, to be honest. But will he haunt his former club in this one, Craig? Brentford, Tottenham, Tottenham need to win. Tottenham are just so hard to predict, Craig. It really out. Like, I just don't understand. I just can't predict what they're going to do. I'm going to say 2-1 Brentford with Ericsson haunting Tottenham, but maybe cementing his move back to to White Hart Lane. You know what, Graham? Brentford have been a breath of fresh air this season in the Premier League. They've not spent bundles of money. They're stuck with the process. They were sensible in January, weren't they, Craig? Where they could, they, could, they, they could have spent £20 million in January on players that wouldn't improve the team. But Thomas Frank didn't want anyone that wasn't going to improve his team. So they stuck. They went with Ericsson and knew he would improve it. And I think it, it comes back to recruitment, doesn't it, Craig? And, that, and, that, and recruitment isn't just buying players. It's when not to buy, isn't it, as well? It's when not to buy, it's when to sell and when not to sell. Yeah. They, 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 the, the transfer market dictates how a club will perform. There's there's absolutely no doubt about it. Um, you know, it, it, it just is the way it is. And, and and going back to one of their, you know, the signings, Ivan Tony Graham, uh, and how they've managed him this year. He didn't start the season particularly well in terms of his goal return. Mm. Uh, they're stuck with him. Uh, he's now scored 12 Premier League goals. And had yeah. four Premier League assists for a first season for a young striker in the month. Say, young is twenty six. For the first season for a striker in the Premier League, those stats from the Championship are, are exceptional. I did a story on Ivan Tony this week, actually. Um, if you can read that on, on my Twitter on ninety min.com, wrote about um, he wants he would like a new contract, and, and there are teams looking at him, Craig. Why wouldn't they? But some someone suggested that Brentford would ask for thirty five million for Ivan Tony, and I did point out on Twitter. They got 30 million for Ollie Watkins in the championship with no Premier League experience. They are not selling Ivan Tony for 35 million. That's just ridiculous. Okay, my, my, my little boy showed me something really funny during the week. Um, he, he, he watches this YouTube guy who approaches people. Okay, I, thought you were gonna, I thought you were going to point out to one of my articles then, Greg, so I'm relieved of that. No, no. He, 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 he watches this YouTuber who approaches people um, in London and, and, and in other cities um, in nice cars and asks them what they do, right? So he walks up to this guy in a, in a, in a G-Wagon and says, hey, uh, lovely motor, like, what do you do? And he goes, yeah, I'm, I play football. And he goes, you're a footballer? He goes, yeah, I'm a professional football player. He goes, who do you play for? And he goes, yeah, I, I play for Brentford. It was Ivan Tony. Yeah. He, this guy had no clue. He, he's, a, he's a YouTuber, had no clue about football, uh, and just approaches people in nice cars. And my little boy thought it was really cool. So fair, fair play to uh, the YouTuber and fair play to how Ivan Tony uh, reacted to that. He did it with humility. So fair play, mate. And Brentford, and in your prediction for Brentford, putting on Spurs, Graham. I think it's a game Spurs must win, and I think they will win. And I think Christian Eriksen will either score or get an assist. But um, Son 
Uh, Kane, I think Lucas Moore is going to come back into the to the reckoning in this game too. Graham, he's been out on the on the sidelines for a little bit. I think uh, he'll come in. Three uh, one to Spurs. And takes on to Sunday game, Craig. Uh, South South Coast Derby, Brighton Southampton should be a cracking game this one. Yeah, both good. have had both have had some uh, great results here. Um, again, Southampton very unpredictable. Um, Brighton have turned on in recent times. I'm gonna give who do I give the benefit of the doubt to here? No one, one all draw. It's one of them where Southampton's form has, has really dropped, um, in recent weeks, and Brighton have picked up from having a, a, a real dreadful run of form. Uh, this is a derby. Uh, because of that, I think it will be a one-all draw. If anyone will win, I think it'll be Brighton. Southampton just can't score goals, Graham. See, they have a similar issue to Brighton. Brighton can't score goals, and Southampton can't score goals. Southampton, you should watch them this weekend, Craig. They've played a weirder system. I said to you, didn't I, that 2-2-2. Two, two, yeah. two. It's the strangest system where... Well, it's like the box midfield, Graham, when it works, it is really effective because you dominate so, possession. Uh, to, they do get players the up there in the box as well, yeah. you'll see. There's three up, there's El- Elianusi, there's whoever's playing alongside Borgia up there as well. They do get players in there. It's just a... Yeah, it's a, it's a strange one to watch. It's not a bad thing to watch, but yeah, it's really strange. Um, takes on two Burnley versus Wolverhampton, Craig. Wow. This is a huge yeah. game. Yeah, and, and and I do look at this thing. And Burnley are playing before Everton as well this week, yeah. which is which yeah. is a big advantage. It's Wolverhampton here who um, have probably accepted eighth place now, yeah. which is a great Bruno La- Bruno Lager Craig as well he'd be up there for me. He, 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 you're one of his biggest fans you yeah, can yeah. give him more plaudits and most which he does deserve because he's done a wonderful he's had a wonderful campaign he, he lost to Dharma in January um, you know and they didn't really replace him but wow what a job he's done outstanding yeah. work there are some of the Wolves players I don't think they are going to be on the beach yet because they've been doing well throughout Wolves form Lost to Newcastle, up and down. This is certainly one that um, Jackson and Jenks, the Burnley management team, will be targeting, Craig. Oh, off a bat and formed. I'm going to go Burnley win, Craig. I'm going to go 2-1. I think Burnley will get out of the bottom three and heap all sorts of pressure on Frank Lampard here. And I don't know whether I'm willing this to happen because I think it makes it more exciting, but I do think Burnley will have enough in this, Craig. Come off the back of... The, the the camp is obviously full of spirit. They've got four points. Yeah, yeah 2-1 Burnley. You know what, Graham? It, 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 it's a game that before the Watford game, think that they'll be targeting as three points. I think they'll be targeting four to six points from the next two games. Um, I think they're going to get the points here um, because they've got everything to play for and seemingly the, the players are buying into the, the new regime as well. They know that their Premier League status is is hanging by a thread. Um, I think they win this 2-0. Two, two um, Wolves don't score lots of goals. They don't concede lots of goals. I'm going to change that, Graham. I'm going to say it's going to be 1-0 to Burnley. Three points to Burnley. Interesting game, it really is. Um, on to Chelsea versus West Ham. The other two, there is three o'clock games since the final one. Another capital derby clash. A lot of London teams, isn't it, Craig? And we're going to get another one with Fulham. We'll come on to them. A lot, a lot of derby. We get a lot of yeah. London derbies in the Premier League, don't we? And there's at least one more to come. Um, Chelsea versus West Ham, Craig. Intriguing. Chelsea are just... 
I, I think it's because, you know, they're just stuck in limbo, aren't they? They're not tracking yeah. the top two. They're not moving anywhere from third. And I think a few of their players have obviously, you know, put their, um, got their holidays booked. There's some players who know they won't be there under Thomas Tuchel. I think he will, um, he will be making changes. Again, I did a story this week about the Chelsea's midfield changes. You know, I think, um, Jorginho may, may leave. Tuchimani is a player they loves. Uh, Gallagher coming back in. And, and one thing I do, Mason Mount great. Well, I think he needs to drop deeper. I, think, I find him so much more impressive in a midfield role. And I think we saw that in, in the semi-finals. But he's had to play in that forward role because if some of those forwards have got, like some Zayic, Pulisic, Werner, who just haven't um, been up to scratch for Chelsea. And and it's going to be intriguing. As we say about recruitment, Craig, I think Chelsea is an intriguing one where their new owners, with, with Chelsea's current regime with Abramovich, they're allowed to make mistakes, Craig. You can you can sign Werner. Oh, if you lose twenty million on him, so what? Roman will cover that. Zayic, yeah. Let's just let's just give him whatever amount of money a week because he's done this. They're going to have to be better. It sounds strange saying this, Craig. Chelsea are going to have to improve in their recruitment because they're going to have to hit get hit more home runs here. You can't just throw money at the situation now. So it's going to be an intriguing one, I think, going forward for them. And and West Ham, Craig. Um, it's a, it's a good game as well. I think West Ham's legs are going a little bit. I think they've been a bit fortunate with injuries. Yeah. The Europa League is coming back on them. If I was West Ham, uh, oh, I'd see the top six is still there for them, Craig. They're only two mm-hmm. points off United. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a bit intriguing. I don't want, I think David Moyes' team selection, Craig, it sounds silly. It might depend on the Man United results. If United win, then I think he might rest a few players thinking of you because if United win. West Ham go five points behind United. They're not going to overtake him then, I don't think. If United lose and there's only that two-point gap, I think we might see a full West Ham team. Good game, this one. I'm going to say two all. Yeah, I just echo your point on Chelsea. I, th- I think the new owners will try to adopt a, a transfer model similar to Liverpool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where, where they, they, they do get the best return of investment for the players. They won't spend mad money, um, I, I don't believe. Um, they'll, they'll rely on some of their fantastic academy players so much more. I think we'll see a different Chelsea and maybe even a better Chelsea going forward. And again, that, that you may... You still see them spending big money, won't you, Chris? Yeah, but yeah you will. To, but just have to be a bit more pragmatic, you know? And, and I think that the way the way that you look at it is that, that Chumani and, and Rice, for instance, the the linked to the ball players, we know they like both players, but Chumani is going to be, what do we think, uh, about 70, Rice at the best 120. There's £50 million difference there. Is there is that a bigger difference between the two players? And we know so they're going to have to be just a bit more pragmatic, aren't they? They're still going to, they're still going to be in the, in the market for all these players, aren't they? But we just have to be that little bit more careful because they don't have that safety net of that Russian billion, multi-billionaire in the background. Yeah, correct. Absolutely correct. And on, on, to, on to West Ham, you, you alluded to it earlier. David Moyes has done a wonderful job there. Absolutely wonderful, fantastic. Um, and they've been good to watch. Um, the London Stadium has been rocking. Graham, I, I read something this week and, and I got a little bit confused. In terms of the Europa League, my understanding was the winners qualify automatically for the Champions League. Yeah. Right? Um, but I read through the week that if West Ham win it, they might not auto- automatically qualify. I was like, why not? I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't get my head around that. Is that, is that not just they might not get into the group stage? You might have to go through the Champions League qualifier. 
I think, I, mean, five, I, I think five teams do get in. I read that five teams do get in. I believe that is the case. I think there's issues in terms of where they finish and who wins the Champions League in terms of where the extra player scores. Right. But I think there would be five English teams in it. But West Ham do it. And, and another thing, I did, I, I did another story this week. I've actually been busy, not unlike you. I haven't been on holiday all week. I've been doing stuff. Thomas Suchek's future at West Ham is is under question now. His his new contract hasn't happened. And and, and talking to Suchek and other players, this is the problem West Ham are going to get out of Craig, where they've gone from David Moyes two years ago took over relegation candidates. Within two years, he's taken up a top six finish and again, top six contenders. But the one issue that does do with the club, isn't it, Craig, where suddenly these players are going to be wanting to be paid like top six players. And yeah. that does cause, that, that that has some serious thinking that needs to be done at, at West Ham now. You, you, you either need to pay the players or you need to move them on and bring in fresh players. And and, mm. and, and, and by the way, I'm not saying one model's right and one model's wrong. Uh, it, it depends what you want to do. And that, and that, again, coming from the sporting director, coming from... Yeah. The CEO comes from the board, um, but yeah, West Ham are in that in that position now where they're really progressing. As they moved into that sixty thousand seat stadium, you know, if yep. David so, and and he upset the fans by moving there, but he said they were progressive, so it looks like they are top sixteen. <laughs> but they're, they're gonna, yeah, it's an it's an inter- it's an interesting situation they're in because everyone doesn't realise that Zuma is their top paid player now on a, about around one hundred and forty. West Ham pound for pound, they're one of the biggest punchers in the league, aren't they? For that squad and their in yep. terms of what they're paying their players, yep. yeah, they're still getting great money, obviously. But in terms, it in comparison to City, Liverpool, Chelsea, even Tottenham. Arsenal, the players are nowhere near that level, are they? I think it's compared to Man United, the wage bill. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah exactly. But, but the, the, the top the six teams above West Ham, they're extra, they're punching massively above their weight in terms of expenditure, aren't they? I think they probably are in 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 the wider scale of things, sitting seventh in the league, their wage bill will be between seventh and tenth. You know, so, so it's, just, it's just that top six is such a massive leap, isn't it? That top yeah, six when, when, when they were sitting in third and fourth position, wow, of course they were. They were punching well above their their weight during during that period. Um, you know, ultimately, you know, I think the money you spend um, relates to where you finish in the league. I, I, I genuinely do. And it is this thing that where Rice, obviously, I think Rice is a different situation. I think he is, no disrespect to West Ham, he is outgrown West Ham, where he's going to be, if he, if he gets 400 grand a week, somewhere to fair play to him. He's one of the best midfielders in Europe for me. But it's like, it's the Bowens and the Suchek's, these other key components who we're going to have to keep happy. I don't know where you get some of these wage things from in your, in your mind. I think you just pop up a figure. In terms of? <laughs> 400 Rice. grand for 400 grand for Declan Rice. No, but I said not if he was paid that great. Yeah, so if he was, I would. That wouldn't shock me to my car. If some, if PSG came in and gave him that, for instance, it wouldn't shock me to my car. No, I, I, th- I think what what we need to 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 be sensible and say is that he is. I, I agree. Is how outgrown West Ham in terms of his ability grows. Because for instance, he's but, on but, less. But, he's on less yeah, than hundred thousand pound a week now. Yeah, but if you let me finish, I was going to say he's also outgrown West Ham in terms of his earning capacity. Yeah. Uh, and 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 therefore, um, you know, both ability and earning capacity, he 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 should leave probably. Um, or, or he might do a Matthew Letizia and say, you know what, I'm West Ham through and through. I'm staying here for the rest of my career and uh, build a team around me. Who knows? Who yeah, knows? If they win the Europa League, I said, if they win yeah. the Champions League, you never know. 
if they win the Europa League and qualify for the Champions League, you, you, you never know. But listen, they, they, you know, just back to West Ham, they've done, they've done fantastic this year. I think Chelsea will beat them here 3-1. Uh, and that takes us on to the last game on Sunday, which is the Merseyside Derby. Yeah. And this will be a really intriguing contest for all sorts of reasons, Craig. You know, title running, relegation running. Everton will, their preparation for this game will be watching, and, and they'll deny it, Craig. Obviously, they will. They won't, they don't, they won't look at Burnley's result. Of course, they will. This will be up, up most yeah. in their thinking because, as we've predicted, Craig, we think Everton are going to this game in the bottom three. So, yeah. of our, that, and let's be honest, Craig, that won't change anything. Liverpool are spanking Everton here 3 0. So, whether they're in the bottom three or not, they are getting spanked here, and I'm saying 3 0. Yeah, Graham. I think it's going to be how 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 long Everton keep, can keep the ball out the back of the net for. I think <laughs> Liverpool come out and, and start this game like a, a house on fire. Anfield will be absolutely rocking. Um, C will have had their big win. We both expect against Watford. Um, Liverpool could look at this Graham similarly as a as a goal difference game. They think how many how many goals can we score in this game to uh, and they'll to get know, and they'll know what they have to do as well because City played yeah. the day before obviously yeah I, I was going to say four nil um, but I'm going to I'm going to say three one and that Everton will score a, a consolation goal or maybe they'll score a goal during the game um, but Liverpool will dominate throughout and will score at least at least three goals. Yeah, which Allison's playing well, which I think sums up where Everton's issues are. And even Pickford's playing well, Craig. So I yeah, think Pickford's playing well. That, yeah. that, Pickford's playing well and which Allison's playing well. It doesn't take a genius to work out where Everton's problems are in that defence. But hey, uh, we wish them all the best because they are going to need it. Moving on to Monday, Craig. Crystal Palace hosting Leeds. Yeah. Palace on the back of the FA Cup defeat and... You, you know, it's one of those where they know where they're going to finish. They lost to Newcastle last time out and they lost to Leicester. Yeah. Um, I hit a few Palace, but you know, Palace aren't going anywhere now. Uh, Leeds need the win. Uh, Leeds are playing well under Jesse Master, really are, yeah. Craig, aren't they? You know, um, he, he had the Leicester and Villa games to really assess the squad. And since then, the beat of Norwich Wolves and Watford, they should have beaten Southampton. And, and the players are reacting to him. So it's fantastic for him. I, I don't think Leeds are going to lose this game, Craig. one all or nil-nil. I'm going to say one all. Yeah, I, I just think after the, the FA Cup disappointment and then the Newcastle game, I, I just think that Palace need a lift. And I think they'll get a lift here. I think Patrick Vieira is another one for a great job. Um, you know, we both doubted that appointment when he went in there, just in terms of the football that he would want to play compared to what what Roy Hodgson had played previously. Um, but he's done he's done great, and they are a, a much better team on the eye. Results are comparable; they're, they're in no trouble. Um, Two one Palace screen because Palace need the win. Yeah, we'll see. It's going to be a huge ask to replace Conor Gallagher in the summer, isn't it? Oh, we'll see. We'll yeah. see how they do with that. And um, yeah, so I, I, on Conor Gallagher, I do look forward to him going back to Chelsea, Craig. Because Thomas Tuchel, what he could do with him, and for me, I do think I'd love to see a Gallagher mount with whoever holding Craig behind. I think that could be spe- yeah. that, that yeah. could be spectacular midfield for Chelsea. But anyway, we'll on to plenty of talk about Chelsea over the summer as and when their takeover. And takeover isn't complete yet, Craig. So we'll we'll do a Chelsea special when yeah. that is complete. We're expecting 
next couple of weeks or so. We will find we there's plenty of Chelsea experts we will get on the show to discuss that and fill us in on what they think. On to the championship, Craig. Obviously, obviously Friday night is where we begin. South Yorkshire Derby, huge game here. Always is, even though Barnsley, our friends at Barnsley, look look as if they are relegated now, Craig. They are going down. Uh, and that has been confirmed, actually. So has it not quite one game, but they, they'll probably be relegated this weekend. They've given it a good um, shot with a new manager coming in. And Barnsley will be one of the strongest teams, I believe, in League One, as we've said, next Great season. Um, Huddersfield need the win. Um, they, they beat Middlesbrough last time out comfortably as well, Craig. I don't think yeah. there's a little doubt. They can still catch Bournemouth. I don't think they will with the two games in hand. But yeah, they'll secure a third place in the division and it'll continue with a 2-0 win here. But it won't be as easy purely for the, the local and the fans, the atmosphere. I think it won't be as easy as uh, many think, but 2-0 for me. 2-1, I'm saying, Graham, for all the reasons that you've said, really. And um, they they deserve it. They've done, they've done ever so well. Huddersfield this year, fair play. On to Bournemouth v Fulham, Craig. Interesting one here. Fulham already promoted. Bournemouth, I think they're just they're one good win away here, Craig, from promotion, personally. I think they've obviously had a little bit of a sticky patch of being they're one of these things we see it very often. Even our own Middlesbrough, Craig, under Cranker, we they, they fell over the line, limped over the line. Yeah. It doesn't really matter how you do it though, does it? No. I think they will do it. I think they might get the win here. I'm not sure. Um you can't I know Fulham want the title. It doesn't really matter in the end. I think they will get the title but I think Bournemouth might edge it Scott Parker will have his men up for this one 2-0 two, two Bournemouth yeah, there's no doubt Scott Parker will have his men up for this uh, game against his former employers um, I just think Mitrovic is is going for goals Graham continuing to break his own records uh, phenomenal player um, phenomenal striker and, and an unbelievable mentality to, to get goals and because of that I think this is going to be a two-all draw with Mitro on the score sheet yet again. No doubt, not great. So, some people annoys me. Some people question his his Premier League record. He was he was there with Scott Park, who didn't like him. Rafa didn't get on with. Did they not watch the player? Absolutely ridiculous. Some, I know Mitro is going to make them make their words. Absolutely nonsense that he's. He's a what for? He's improved so much over the last eighteen months, Craig. I really think that. Yeah. Anyway, on to Birmingham, Millwall, Millwall massively in this promotion picture. Yes. Um, you know, I had I had my dislike for them. I thought the club would stand for, but anyway, they're going to win here, two 0 against Birmingham. Yeah, I think a comfortable win against a very, 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 very average Birmingham team, and and look, I do, I do feel for. Uh, Lee Boyer a little bit, Graham. He hasn't had massive resources to to work with. But if you sign Troy Deeney and know what he well brings to the party... Up, really. He's probably done... Yeah. Arguably done no, I don't think up. so. To keep them up, you're joking. They're, 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 in terms of, obviously, without the Reading result, it would have been quite close. Yeah, you know, uh, it, it's one of them. I think they down tools quite a few weeks ago, didn't they, as you said? They're down tools a week ago. It'd be an yeah, interesting, think, summer, interesting summer at St Andrews. Yeah, I think I think it'll be a summer of change and a summer of upheaval and a summer of trading. Uh, I think they'll make massive changes in the summer. Like Lee Boy was there, and got feeling no. Um, I think he he will probably want to go and try somewhere else. Um, uh, and because of that, I don't think he will. I think a lot of the players will be moved on, uh, and I think they'll try to create a young, hungry, energetic attacking team that represents their their city. Um, rather than what they what they have now, which is a very direct, quite a dull team. Um, which I, I've got a few friends that are Birmingham fans, Graham, and um, you know it's just really it's really tough 
uh, not so much the results. Because I think you know we we live in a results driven industry. I think if you go to watch a game and your team lose, you, you know, and you get beaten by the better team, yes, it's frustrating, but. You know, and on the day you're probably a bit emotional, but as the days go by, you just accept it, don't you? We were beaten by a better team, and we tried. We had a goal. I think it's when you don't have a goal and the style of football is attritional. I think that's where it it it, it causes uh, issue with 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 supporters. Um, yeah, I think I think Millwall are going to beat them comfortably, like you say, two 0 On to Derby, Derby already. Relegated Craig, obviously, yep. thanks to that deduction. Wayne Rooney's done a great job. Bristol City, not much to play for either. Um, Derby's young guns, uh, I think he'll win this one 2 1. One of Wayne Rooney's last, I, I just don't see where I know Wayne Rooney has talked about staying at Derby Craig, etc. Um, I don't see Wayne Rooney being next season. I don't think anyone would blame him, you know, he, he's he's built himself a, a wonderful reputation for what he's done there now. Do, do you think maybe what happens at Everton might dictate Rooney's future? Yes. I think if um, if Everton are relegated, which could happen, Graham, it's unlikely, but it could happen, um, then Wayne Rooney in the Championship is the perfect manager for them. Knows the club, knows the city, knows the Championship, knows the level, knows the players, make perfect sense. I think he's done a great job at Derby with the resources that, that he's had, the hand yeah. that he's been dealt. Um, whether he'll stay or not, I think if Everton come corn, he'll go. Um, if Derby uh, have got the finances to allow him to build a new team, which uh, listen, there's going to be so many players in that division out of contract, top top players that he could take from the Championship into League One and build a, a team that would, in effect, walk the division. Um, you could do the same as what what Wigan have done this year, couldn't he? You know. Um, with waifs and strays and players that uh, have been out of contract or cost very little money from from elsewhere, uh, and build a really strong team. Um, it'll be. I, I think Derby will bounce back up uh, depending on the the, the ownership. Um, but I also think they'll win this game. Semedo's out. He, he picked up an injury in the game against Sheffield United. He's Brittle City's uh, talisman this year uh, alongside Andy Vyman. Um, and Chris Martin's actually contributed as well. He's, he's done he's done really well. Chris Martin as a as a target man striker. Um, I think Bristol City's problems are at the back, and they'll continue. Derby will win this two one. Yeah, another club where we might see a bit of upheaval. Bristol City yeah. in the summer, but not for the first time. Um, Hull City versus Reading again. We're saying we might see some. Up. There's going to be quite a bit of upheaval in the Championship breaks, but yes, yeah. these teams are staying up. We're going to see quite a lot of movement in the major market as well as the transfer market. Yeah. Um, again, nothing to play for here. Hull. Uh, they're on a bit of a high with shot rather lads and you own it. And, and I think this will be a decent game, this one, Greg. Be plenty of goals. Uh, 2-1 Hull. Hull were very unlucky uh, to lose last time out uh, against Millwall. Uh, it was a freak goal that uh, that gave Millwall the advantage in that game. Um, looking at this game, I think it's again, I think this, this is a game that Hull should win, but it, it, it represents a, a massive potential banana skin. Um Lucas Jow is one of the best strikers in the championship, as we as we know. Um, he, he's, he's, he's certainly one that I think if your team trying to get promoted, you'd you'd go and take off Reading's hands uh, next season without without a doubt. Um, Hull are, are, are a very steady, organised, functional team. Need some individuality next season, some creativity, and certainly some more goals. Um, but I think this, you know, the pressure's off both teams here. 
And I think because of that, Hull will win it three two. Interesting. Um, on to Luton Blackpool. It's a twelve thirty kickoff here, Craig. So I read an article this week. Craig suggests some, some two people were arguing, and it's two people who hadn't really watched the championship. That's that the two two managers of the years were Steve Cooper and Wayne Rooney. And I read that and thought, have you even watched a single championship game this season? Because look at this game, Craig. Yeah. Luton Town versus Blackpool. If if you don't discuss Nathan Hughes or Neil Granger in that conversation, you know nothing about the championship. And my third manager would be Carlos Corbran for the job he's done at Huddersfield. So anyway, but these two, these two managers, and and I think Nathan Hughes, yeah, he's took them a little in, but let's not underestimate what, what yeah. Granger's done at Blackpool. It's, if you don't think he's performed miracles in keeping that club in the championship, then you know absolutely nothing about this division. But it's the way he's done it as well, Craig. Yeah. Blackpool have been great to watch. Luton, I love, I've loved Luton from the start, you know, they surpassed my expectations, Craig. They really have. I didn't think they were playoff contenders um, at all. Uh, and, you know, and there's a big chance to get in the playoffs, Craig. Luton Town could be in the playoffs. If they're going to be, they need to beat Blackpool here. And I think they will. Kenilworth Road is such a... You know, imagine Kenilworth Road in the Premier League, Craig. There's not a single team who want to play there. But I do want to the new stadium. When do they move to the I new stadium? I think it's a, it's not it's 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 not next season. It may be the season after. But I do wonder, Craig, in terms of that, I do wonder whether they might have to stadium share somewhere. They might have to have heaven for fend, maybe share Watford's ground or something. But I'm not sure whether Kenilworth Road would be allowed in the Premier League. I must say, but we'll we'll hopefully that's a conversation in terms for Luton fans. Hopefully that's a conversation we have in the summer, Craig, because I'm sure no matter what they would love to have that conversation. But I do think they win this one, Craig, two one. But it'll be a good game. Yeah, I, I don't know which managers you were talking about there because the uh, the Luton manager Nathan Jones. I was thinking, no, what I don't want Neil Granger. No, I say Neil Granger. We have a mutual, we have a mutual friend on Twitter who is the talk of who's the actor, isn't he? The middle yeah. fan. Neil yeah. And I, I always when I think Neil, Neil Critchie, Nathan, I said Nathan Jones, but no, Nathan Critchie Granger. I always get out confused. I always think of him. Yeah, yeah Neil, Neil Critchie's done an unbelievable job at Blackpool yeah, uh, and, and deserves huge credit. They, they've, 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 they've come up with a relatively small budget. Uh, and they've been really comfortable in securing their status in the league and pushed up further. Uh, in terms of Nathan Jones, unbelievable job. I think he just fits Luton Town. He left yeah, he does, Stoke, he and it didn't really work out there. He's gone back to Luton. He kept up against the odds last year. Um, I suggested, Graham, early doors in the season when you suggested that they could finish in the top six. Um, I said I think they'll be close to the bottom six and the top six again. How wrong was I? Fair play to to Luton and, and everyone involved down there. I think they will uh, retain uh, their playoff position. And I think they'll beat Blackpool at the weekend two one. On to another team who was looking to cement their place in the playoffs. Nottingham Forest. Um, there are there's, there's a few banana skins left for Nottingham Forest. This isn't one of them as they go to London no. Road. Uh, Grant McCartney's in a rebuild operation. Um, I see Ronnie Edwards has been linked after a host of teams. When I've watched him, I haven't been massively convinced. I must admit, Craig, I must have, I haven't seen too much of him, but the few games I have seen, hmm, I'd rather take our own deal fry over him. Anyway, uh, Forrest, no problem here, Craig, 4 1. Yeah, I think it's going to be a relatively easy game for Forrest. Um, Peter will beat Blackburn. Uh, how they beat Blackburn, I have no idea. Um, Blackburn had a goal disallowed, had a man sent off, 
uh, went ahead with Ben Burton Diaz and then conceded two really poor goals later on. Um, but fair play for them to, to to show in the fighting spirit and also Graham, fair play to the fans. Thought the the Peterborough fans on the day were brilliant, stuck with the team uh, against all the odds and got right behind Grant McCann too. So um, fair play to the to the Peterborough United fans. They'll have nothing to cheer at the weekend. They'll be getting beat three 0 by Nottingham Forest. Another three o'clock game, Sheffield United versus Cardiff City, and again another another person, another manager for manager year who I'd probably put above Steve Cooper and Wayne Rooney as well is Paul Heckenbottom, Craig. What an amazing! I must admit, I I queried disappointment. I thought this yeah. was just, and to be fair, I'm not I, I'm not sure the Sheffield United hierarchy thought he would do this, but he's turned it around and he's turned them into promotion contenders. They're in the playoffs as we speak. I think it is between Sheffield United and Millwall for that final place. And and they need to win this game in the will, Craig. Uh, they have lost Ollie McBurney for the season. I did notice, Craig. Yeah. But I'm, I don't think he's been crucial to their um, promotion push. No, but, but losing any player is bad. It's to see, but that's why it's why they brought Daniel Jebison back from Burton. So good management yeah. there, Craig. Yeah. You know they've already got cover there. So yeah, um, and fair play, Steve Morrison's kept Cardiff up, done a good job. But Sheffield United are going to win this one, two 0 I, I think this is actually a, a potential banana skin for Sheffield United because everyone will expect them to win. They'll be, um, they'll be the, the whole championship. Crowd. Every other game is a banana skin, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it, it is. is. But I, I, I think this is one that they're not going to win. I think this is going to be a one-all draw because Cardiff will go there and be really, really stubborn. Um, and Sheffield United don't score lots of goals, so one-all. Um, on to Stoke City hosting Queens Park Rangers, Craig. Stoke, who are finally becoming the team who we think they are, we know they are. Um, I think this one will give Michael O'Neill a lot of boost. Um, it'll mean Mr. Coates will be back in Stoke in, in the window. And they're, they're, as we've said before, Craig, they're going to be shedding an awful lot. Stoke might have an interesting summer, though, shedding an awful lot of wages against a QPR team who have dropped off the cliff, haven't they, Craig? They're underneath our own Middlesbrough, who themselves have dropped off, and Blackburn, Blackburn, Middlesbrough, QPR. Wow, Craig, I didn't think we'd be sat in Easter thinking those three weren't going to make the playoffs. It's been a remarkable turnaround. And again, Mark Warburton, we understand he doesn't have a contract at the end of the season. They're thinking about a change there. I really don't know what some clubs think about, Craig. How can you get long-term success if you chop and change all the time? But anyway, that's their prerogative. But Stoke keep it higher. I think there'll be goals, Craig. I think think Stoke might edge it on form uh, 2-1. I was at the um, the Blackburn versus Stoke game, Graham. Um, I've got to say, Stoke were very good in the first half. Uh, passed the ball around, had, had a system the players knew. Uh, Jacob Brown scored a goal, and I've got to say, he he really impressed me. Uh, it's only the second time I've seen him live, um, and, and the goal aside, his all round play was 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 really good. Uh, Taylor Howard Bellis at the back on loan from City he's got a bright future in the game uh, Joe Allen in the first half played like Andrea Pirlo he was he was excellent um, second half Blackburn absolutely dominated battered them um, uh, Sam Gallagher hit the bar um, it was so unlucky with that strike uh, Blackburn turned the screw but just just couldn't just couldn't score um, unfortunately for them Bradley Dack picked up an injury getting warmed up at half time um, Stoke QPR, I think it could be a similar tale to the Blackburn game. One nil to Stoke. Indeed, I was saying Stoke have left it. Uh, why, why is it Stoke in the in the league now, Craig? Yeah, 
14, yeah, the horrendous run yeah. in, in the middle. Uh, it takes on to our own Middlesbrough playing Swansea versus Middlesbrough. And, and yeah, Middlesbrough, it's a, it's a tale of war, Greg. You know, the last four games of, yep. of, of, of capitulated Middlesbrough season, losing to Fulham when they shouldn't have, lost to Hull when they shouldn't have, due to Bournemouth, which isn't a bad draw. And then they lost to Huddersfield when they were a bit, a bit toothless, really, Craig. Toothless, leggy, when you don't do the business in January. So... Yeah, Middlesbrough, and and obviously we'll we've seen Chris Wilder linked to Burnley. Craig, we'll we'll find out more about Chris Wilder's future in the coming weeks. We don't need to say too much on that. It's it's just imploded a bit, Craig, hasn't it? Um, yeah. We're a bit we're a bit low as Middlesbrough fans at the minute, which which we didn't see. I, I didn't see coming a month ago, Craig, um, and I don't see us winning this in the current state of the of the club, the atmosphere. I don't think we win here, Greg. I think Swansea might play, end up playing us off the park, which is it's not a de- it's not a dig at Middlesbrough. It's a dig because Swansea play a lot of teams off the park. But I think mm. Russell Martin's getting it right, and I think it might be two one Swansea, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I, I echo everything you've you just said, really, Graham. Uh, I think Chris Wilde has done a brilliant job since he's he's coming at Middlesbrough. The cup runs have been magnificent. Yeah, no fault uh, of his, Greg, whatsoever. No fault no, of Chris. No, Wilde. there's been there's been huge belief. Um, in the town again. Um, I just think Muslim struggle to score goals in, in front of goal. They don't have any combination of, of, of strikers that can get a goal. I think Connolly's been really poor, uh, if I'm very honest. Uh, Balogun's shown flashes of he'd technical... Very, he'd be very generous with your Connolly assessment. Though. Yeah. Uh, but Balogun's shown flashes of brilliance, Graham. Technically, he's outstanding. He has, Craig. It has. And... and... And I was really disappointed not to see Balogun in those in those recent games. I yeah, was me disappointed too. not to see Balogun given more game time in in comparison to Connolly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think the only the only thing about Balogun, I think he struggled a little bit with the physical side of of the championship. Um, yeah. You know, but technically, I mean, wow, he, he's. I've he's, been so impressed. I, 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 I didn't realize how skillful the guy was, but yeah. it's all very well being skillful, like. You know these dicky dances we see in the Premier League, but he's he's got skillful with with hands. It does have an end product. Yeah, it does. I, I just I'd like to see more of him. I think he needs to acclimatise to the division. Um, at the back, Saul Bamba's come come back in, hasn't he? And and he, he's mm. he, in the last game, he looked like like he was about to retire. I've got to say, and I'm a huge Saul Bamba fan. That's not being disrespectful to Saul. He's had never fun to use him in consecutive games. No, no. And, 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 and over the Easter weekend, Craig, that's two, what was it, two games in four days? Two games in four days. He, he just... players, half, players half his age struggle to do that. Yeah, they do. Listen, Graham, there's 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 18, 19 year olds that struggle to do that. Never mind 36 year olds. Um, you know, and and he did struggle uh, in the in the Huddersfield game in particular. I thought he was going to get sent off, and it was good management to take him off. Um, Swansea are a lovely football and seeing the dominate possession, um, and they've now started to turn that into results. And because of that, and I, I understand Dale Fry isn't available, I think they'll pass Middlesbrough to death and win this game three 0 comfortably. Yeah, I think Swansea have been a really interesting team for next year. I think Russell Martin's really. Um, I liked what he did at Milton Keynes, but he seems to have that inner confidence now. I think he's got that belief where when he went in, I'm not sure he thought he was he was he was up to task straight away. But I've been really impressed. I think Pirot has been a wonderful signing. Yeah, me too. Hats off, hats off to them. Um, yeah, if Swansea will be. They'll. I'll keep an eye on them. I think. I think it could be dark horses next season. If you get the as, as we say, Greg, if you get the recruitment right, but hey, that goes for all clubs, doesn't it? I'm not um, sure the finances to do that, Graham. To be honest, um, I'm not sure the finances. Yeah, to, it's all as I say, it's all about the recruitment, isn't it? Yeah, 
Yeah, there, 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 are, there are a lot of enough free agents down there, and, and Russell and Russell might he might have a little advantage. He does know League One and the lower levels quite well. Yes, he does. Bit, so we'll see what happens there. On to um, Midlands Derby, West Brom versus Coventry. Just a quick shout out. Um, did lose a dear friend in the last week, Craig West Brom oh. fan Nigel Pearson. Um, just fifty-two nights. He was a huge um, Speedway fan, commentator, darts fan. I worked with him at Sky over twenty years. So just. Um, passing our best wishes to everyone at West Brom and Nigel, he was an absolutely top bloke, lovely man, um, and he was a great championship advocate. So yeah, um, I've, I think, yeah I, I, I've never met I've never met Nigel. Um, I've I've come across his work, of course, and I've I've listened to his 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 Yorkshire tones on the on the on the radio. Yeah, he was he was a Yorkshireman, even though he was a West Brom fan. Yeah, you're right. He yeah. Was a yeah, and um, I, I listened to a, a number of people. I was driving home uh, from the from the Blackburn game last week, and there was people like Ian Danter and and, and Laura Woods, etc., telling stories about him on um, on Talksport. And the one that was really telling was was, was Laura Woods um, when she was doing uh, darts, uh, etc., and and really breaking into the industry. How supportive he was uh, to her. Uh, and of her and a big advocate of her and you know just a little anecdotal story from different people who just said wonderful things about him and 52 is no age and you know uh, condolences to his to his family and uh, you know there, there, was, there was a quote you know there aren't enough good people around and he was one of the best so rest in peace Nigel. Yeah, often often said, but he was a lot of people say, but he genuinely was an absolutely top bloke. So yeah, I'll be thinking about him whenever we'll I watch West Brom now. And you know, I get a feeling West Brom might, you know, the players loved him as well in the club. I think they might do it for him here. Um West Brom again, yet another team where we might see a bit of upheaval this summer, Craig. Right. Um it, going through this list, I think we could see quite a lot of managerial departures yeah. here in the championship. At least will. at least half a dozen, yeah, if not more. So it'd be a very interesting time. I think West Brom um in the sunshine at the Hawthorns, thinking of Nigel, two one West Brom. Yeah, I think it's it's gonna be a game, it's gonna be a really interesting game, Graham. Um I think what we're going to see is I think the West Brom fans are going to see a style of play that they want their team to adopt. But that style of play will come from the opposition. It will come from Coventry. We've got an absolute fraction of West Brom's budget and who are one of the best footballing teams in the division. Um, they've got more in product than than, than Swansea have. Um, the recruitment there, I've got to say, uh, Victor Guy Carius, Gustavo Hamer, you know, really, really massive assets for the club. Callum O'Hare on a free transfer, Graham. It's got to be one of the best bits of business Coventry. I was, I was talking about, I wasn't aware that he, I knew he was available. I didn't know he was on a free, Craig. I did no, 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 they, no they, they, they signed him on a free, Graham. Coventry oh, he's, he's not on a free transfer, is he? No, 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 no. Coventry, he's just signed a new three year contract at Coventry. I thought this, that, I did, yeah. That trust me for reading some yeah. scurrilous reply. I knew, I knew he wasn't on a free. No, when, no, when, when you read, you do doubt yourself sometimes. It, yeah, you? listen. Now, they, they, they signed him on a free from Villa with, well, I'm sure there's a sell on included for Villa. Villa will be smart to do yeah. that um, but he's, he's been he's been very good um, you know Jack Grealish and I, I know he does look like Jack Grealish in terms literally he looks like him but he does play like him as well isn't he he's very he's very, <laughs> he's he's very Jack Grealish in the way he's got, he's got that little arrogance about him I do love him I think he's a great little player the, the, the difference between the two is, is Callum O'Hare is the hardest working attacking midfield player in the championship he presses from the front um, he presses Pep, if, Pep, if Pep gets his way there might be even more like him <laughs> well. listen he, he's got a little bit of skill about him too he's He's not on the same technical level as Jack Grealish, but he's got a little bit about him. His work rate, endeavour, industry. 
He's got a few goals of late. Um, West Brom should win this. They won't. It'll be a one-all draw. On to Preston versus Blackburn. Oh, it's a good old. This is a real yeah. good old-fashioned English derby. One of the biggest derby, one of the oldest derbies I'd imagine in English football, Craig. If not yeah. the oldest. Yeah. Um, Preston versus Blackburn, the two old Mill Lancashire towns. Um, interesting one. You know, Blackburn. The, they're still in this, Craig, and 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 Millwall and Sheffield United aren't guaranteed wins. Blackburn need to win here. I thought Preston's not the easiest place to go on no, tonight. The fans sure. will be behind them. Oh, um, I'd I'd like to see Tony's team win. I just don't think they've got it in them, Craig. Um, at the moment, I think Preston there's couldn't have, they couldn't have picked the worst team to go to on a Monday night. I think it's going to be one all. Yeah, I, I, I think it'll be a one-all draw too, Graham. I think, you know, Blackburn's form has dropped off. They, they've stopped scoring goals. They've the kept so many clean sheets. They've started to concede. Look, they, they've got a lot of players out of contract in the summer, Graham, um, which doesn't help them. The manager's also out of contract in the summer, which doesn't help them. Um, the injury to Ben Brereton Diaz was massive for them at a crucial part of the season. He is up there with one of the... Uh, best players in this division without without doubt. He is uh, he's a match winner. Um, they've lost other players. Kedra with his pace and, and power is a massive loss uh, to them. Look, they, they, they were at the bare bones for a number of weeks. I think they'll have more players available uh, at the weekend. Um, Perveda might be back for the last few games from, from Leeds. Kedra, maybe. Um, look, I think they've, they've lost seven players to injury, um, which is always difficult. But the key one was losing Brereton uh, for those those six weeks, um, which has been telling. But like you say, they're still in with a, a shout of the playoffs. Um, whether they can do it or not, who knows? Uh, there's there's going to be more twists and turns in that. But I think they'll draw this this derby game one all, um, and they'll they'll come out firing and flying uh, as will as will press. I think it'll be a really good advert for the championship and, and for Lancashire. On to League One, Craig, full slit here. Um, getting down to business end in this yeah. division. Wow, brilliant, we've, seen, brilliant we've, seen, again. we've seen some ups and downs here, haven't we, Craig? But on to the first game, let's do this. Accrington, Stanley, hosting Lincoln. Lincoln, uh, oh, they, they've only just managed to stay away from this... Um, from this but relegation slots, you know, Craig. I think Lincoln. I mean, they took the ten points. But, but the bit, the, yeah, but that went over Cheltenham, solidified their place. Accrington yeah. at home. Oh, you give Accrington the benefit at home, two one to Accrington. Yeah, I, I think I think Lincoln will want to get uh, get their their holidays booked, so I think they'll get a result here, two one to Lincoln. Charlton entertaining Shrewsbury at the Valley. Charlton mid table got some good players again in for. Been getting some good results of late. Johnny Jackson there. I think Charlton will be uh, yet another big club. Will be in the mix next season. They'll want to be. She's been playing well. Two one Charlton. Yeah, Grimmer. Oh, I, I agree with you. Charlton are massively underachieved this year. For the size of the club, the fan base, the stature, um, massively, massively underachieved. Shrewsbury, uh, where 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 the budget suggests they'll be at the at the bottom of the division. Um, Charlton will win this two one. On to Cheltenham hosting Bolton. Cheltenham done a wonderful job there. Yeah. Fair play to Michael Duff, isn't it? And, um, you know, it wouldn't surprise me to see if Burnley did go down, Craig. I bet he's a Burnley legend. I, yeah, I, imagine, he he, I imagine he is on their long list. Um, he could do a lot worse. He's done a wonderful job there. Bolton, 
one another team for next season they've stayed up um one all yeah, I think there'll be goals. I, I just give Bolton the benefit of the doubt here. Um, two one to Bolton against a, a Cheltenham team who've, who've done done well this season. Yeah, relegated crew hosting Ipswich. Ipswich who've dropped off, Craig. They, they, yeah, do they remind me of Middlesbrough, but here, Craig. The last four games have cost them the, yep. in the promotion battle. Losing to Cambridge, John Shrewsbury, it's not good enough. Uh, you know, they gave it a good. They gave, they came, they came close. They gave themselves too much to do. I, you could, they would, you could argue, but they'll be a team who come again next year. They'll, they'll be a real threat next year. They really will. Ipswich. I think yeah. he's a, he's a very good manager. But and they will win this one as well, Craig. They'll beat relegate Crew two 0 yeah, I think they've got to go to Crewe and put on a show. Um, and I don't think two 0 is is good enough. I think they'll they've got to go there and really dominate with the budget they have, the players they have. If you look at the the difference between Crewe's budget and Ipswich's budget, Graham, that that will be the, the the biggest gap in the division, no doubt about it. Um, and I think because of that, they'll go there and win a minimum of three nil. Uh, Doncaster hosting Burton. Doncaster's relegation can be confirmed this weekend. Yeah. Talking, there's a big gap in budgets there, but it's your way around because Doncaster are going down to League Two. Huge club to be in League Two. Um, one all here. Yeah, I agree with you. I tend to think it'll be a draw. Uh, both teams, nothing to play for. Um, Doncaster down. Um, Burton ambling in mid, mid-table. Uh, one all. Fleetwood versus AFC Wimbledon. Oh. This is a huge six-pointer game at the foot of the table. Wow. Fleetwood and Wimbledon find themselves because of other. They find themselves in the in the bottom four. Fleetwood are yeah. surprising me. I thought Fleetwood would put up a more of a fight last last time out. Um, they lost to Oxford, drew at Gillingham, lost to Accrington. It's not great for either of these two teams. Wimbledon got the draw with Wickham, but going to Fleetwood is a different. Kettle of fish. Um, I don't see Wimbledon winning this game, Craig. But will Fleetwood have enough to win? Yeah, I think they will. Two 0 Fleetwood. Yeah, Fleetwood's home advantage will will be telling here, Graham. Um, you know the the one he beaten crew of late. Um, Wimbledon, you know the, the one should have beat Wickham last time out. Didn't. They've not won forever. Um, one all draw, Graham. Um, on to a huge game here. MK Dons hosting the mighty Markham, the Shrimps, who've been wonderful in downing Craig Honeyman's every prediction every week, putting him to the sword, beating Oxford, beating Charlton, stuffing it up on him as they go. However, this is a very different kettle of fish going to MK Dons, who are level on points with Rotherham. It was at one point over Easter, wasn't it, Craig? MK Dons were in the top two yeah. with Rotherham. They played a game more than Rotherham and Wigan, which I think is is key here, Craig. But, wow, I tell you what, Rotherham are doing their best to throw this away. And yeah. MK Dons need to keep up the pressure. You know, pressure does the silly things in football, Craig, as we know. And MK Dons will get the win here. They'll beat Markham 3-1. But our good friend Cole Stockton will be on the score sheet once again. Yeah, and I'm going to say MK Dons four, Markham two. Cole will score. I had a coffee with Cole last week. What? What? Two goals for Markham. So you, you get you. you they're yeah. eventually getting into your good books, Craig. Aren't they? Nah, you could, could, Cole, Cole Stockton scores goals, Graham. I think he might score one, maybe two. Um, and if but, he keeps if he keeps him out, it won't be single handedly. But wow, it'll be it'll be fifty percent. It'll be him. Yeah, listen to massive contribution. Goals, goals at any level. Um, 
I'm massive. And um, obviously, he is the top goal scorer in the division. No, he's not. He's second top goal scorer in the division. Well, joint top goal scorer with Will Kane. You also predicted would score 20 goals. I I didn't think he would. Uh, But Cole Stockton, 23 goals. Will Kane, 23 goals. Um, Fantastic. One team challenge for promotion. One team trying to retain their their status. Um, Yeah, but they'll they'll, they'll lose this 4-2. And just a quick hats off to the Morecambe fans, Craig. In midweekends, Pompey's, there wouldn't have been many away fans there. Just shy of 5,000 at Morecambe. Wow. Brilliant. You know, I, 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 no, I, I love Morecambe, but I, I didn't think they would they would ever get crowds That's like brilliant. that on, on the Northwest Coast. But so, to be fair, some wonderful attendances midweek, Craig. Uh, just a hats off to Bolton, 19,000. Plymouth fifteen thousand, so wow. Yeah. This, and as we and, and as we say, Craig, um, some of these teams are huge, uh, bigger than people think, and that crowd at Home Park will come on. To there's, 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 there's no, there's no, there's no football pyramid in the world like ours. None. You know, I, I would say, but and and, and even at fifteen, and and a quick, I will shout out, Craig. I was talking to crowds. I was at the big Teesside derby on Monday, Stockton Town versus Mask United. Um, I'm interested in Jason Kennedy scoring two goals for Mask, but there was that. I think it's level. Is it eight or eight or nine? I'm not hundred percent sure. It might be seven. I, I do beg your pardon, but it's the northeastern counties. Two promotions off the National League North, but there was twelve hundred fans there, Craig. Amazing yeah. stuff. Um, at that is at that level. Um, you know, when we were growing up, I was more div- league division three at the time. I, I, think, I think that's is that step eight. If you look at the previous yeah, step eight, twelve hundred fans. Amazing, isn't it? Great. Listen, I've I've been to Segunda games in Spain where there've been twelve hundred fans there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. and, yeah. and 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 that, that that puts things into 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 perspective, really. Yeah. In English football is in in terms of supporters. Is like no other country in the world. Yeah, is that and even Germany after the top two divisions it drops off as well, doesn't it? Possibly. So, yeah. Um. Also, um, we've done MK Don's Markham onto Portsmouth, Gillingham, Craig Portsmouth. Um. Again, their challenges come up a little bit short. Um. A bit like Ipswich, aren't they? A huge yeah. club we thought would be in the mix. Um. I thought I hope they'll stick with the Cowley Brothers because I think they've turned it around a little bit. They're hosting Gillingham, who have moved out of the bottom four, Craig. Yeah. Neil, Hatt, what a wonderful job he's done. He's had these draw, and them three draws, you know, that accumulates to a win, doesn't it? They've, yeah. they've step by step. They're not getting hammered by anyone. They should have won. They should have got something from Sunderland. They didn't. Um, they, and they go to Pompey. I think Gillingham get a draw here, Craig. One off. I, I think Pompey have got to beat Gillingham. Uh, I think they will two one to to Pompey. On to the top team now. Oh, well, the potential title challenges Rotherham, where it's dropped off now. They are in second place. They're level on points with MK Dons on 83. They've got better goal difference and they've got a game in hand. They are entertaining Oxford United, who were the, the bottle jobs, as I called them. They did against Mark McSullen, but then they bounced back with wins over Fleetwood and more impressively yep. against MK Dons. Yeah. So I, Oxford. I think I don't think they're going to get in there, Craig. But if Wickham or Sunderland do slip up, they are there ready to pounce. I think Rotherham have surely have to get the win here, Craig. Yeah. They need the win if they want this second spot. They need the win. It'll be a struggle, as I think they are one of these teams who were who were sort of falling over the line, Craig. As we said, yeah. a few, bit like Bournemouth, two-one uh, Rotherham. Yeah, I think Rotherham could have won the league, Graham. Um, yeah, form was brilliant. Um, had that Wembley day out, didn't I think that's impacted them um, as it did Sunderland a few years ago, didn't it? They're getting to yeah. those, those those cup finals. It's 
I'm not sure it's a great thing for a League One club that's chance for promotion to also give it um, a real go in that cup. I, I genuinely believe I, that. I do, yeah, I do wonder about that. I can, you can see why some of the lower league, some of the lower half of teams or the ones who are like uh, an Ipswich Pompey probably know not going to get there. But some of these promotion teams, I really, I, I can't understand it sometimes. I agree. I, 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 I agree I, with I, it. Honestly, I just I just think it defies logic because it's not a, it's not a massive money earner. Uh, it's not. A it's, to, it's to get to the championship. Like, we're not talking yeah. about conference and league. Well, this is to no. get to the championship. Yeah, and I think that's that's the issue I have with 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 the Papa John's Cup. And sorry to anyone uh, who associate the Papa John's Cup. I don't mean to be disrespectful. I just think promotion to the the championship is a is a bigger prize than winning the Papa John's Trophy at Wembley. Um, I think Rotherham need to win this game, and like you, I think they will, but I think Oxford will score 2-1 to Rotherham. On to another team that needs to win, Craig Sunderland, who are outside yeah. of the playoffs, currently by a single goal. Yeah. Wickham are keeping them out. Sunderland do have a game in hand, which yeah. would take them into um, fifth, because the same yeah. point, same games played as Sheffield Wednesday. This is going to be the last day between the, what is it, Sheffield Wednesday down to Oxford. We've got yeah. three spots for five teams. Yeah. Uh, and Sunderland need to win this against Cambridge. I don't see them slipping up. We know Cambridge have pulled off one shock in the northeast when they won at local rivals Newcastle. I don't see it happening, Craig. Sunderland 2 0. Yeah, I, I don't see it happening either. I think Sunderland's form is really good, Graham. I think since Alex Neal's gone in there, the, the form actually has improved. Um, He's he's getting his uh, his style of play across. Um, I think they've they've only lost one since Alex Neal went in, Graham, um, which is which is phenomenal, really. And he has um, that good record in the playoffs. It is a charity, as yeah. we know only too well. <laughs> yeah, as we as we know only too well. Sunderland will beat Cambridge three 0 comfortably. And there's a couple of wonderful games to finish oh, off here brilliant. in in League One. Craig Wigan versus Plymouth. First off, Wigan. Wow, you know they they. Almost cantering to the title now, Craig. But yep. if you look at their total record for the season, Craig, they've only lost seven games all season. Yeah, and, but but look at that away form, Craig, for Wigan. They've only lost two games away from home all season. Magnificent. Craig, just to go way. back to it, good recruitment. Good <laughs> recruitment. <laughs> no, get, getting players like Max Power, who knows how to get promoted out of this yep. out of this division. Um, you know, it's just solid side and 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 fair play to uh, to Will Keane as well, who's 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 banged goals that I didn't expect him to. So that deserves huge respect too. Yeah, and you know, this is a team who lost uh, one of their top strikers in Charlie White, but they had yeah. the good the good foresight to to do this. And yeah, the, w- wonderful stuff from from them of uh, as you say, it's been recruitment. So um Against the Plymouth team, who Schumacher, wow, one of the matches of the season in the NFL, Craig, what he's done there. Um, I think Plymouth might get something here, Craig. 2 all. No, I think I'm going to be a goal with 2 0 to Wigan uh, as they, they march towards the title. Uh, and another wonderful game here, massive implications for the playoffs. It is third place, fourth place, Sheffield Wednesday, travelling to sixth place, Wickham. Wickham, who I've, I've I've been reading the change of style slightly. They've been a bit more, a little um, bit, a little bit. Yeah, change it slightly. A little bit more possessive stuff from Wickham playing some nice stuff. I've I've even heard Wickham playing nice stuff mentioned in recent weeks, Craig, which we don't often hear. No, nope. uh, this is a good game. This one, Craig, goals galore here for me. Three all. One all draw, Graham, in a really, really, really good game. Uh, and some good ones in midweek. I was looking ahead there, Craig. Some wonderful, we're not going to preview them, but some great games coming in. Sunderland, <laughs> Rotherham. 
Yeah. Um, it's a wonderful one at the stadium. I took forward to be a huge crowd in there for that one. So good luck to all the promotion and relegation battlers in that division. On to League Two, Craig, and once again, we have a division battling for battling for promotion and relegation. Um, yeah. we first game up is I didn't need to look at that. It was Barrow, but we're going to look at Friday night. Newport entertaining Colchester United. Newport, who are in tenth, but they are only three points off seventh place. They're only four points off Sutton in sixth. Yeah. And Newport, um, they don't have a game in hand. I see. Oh, Swindon have games now. Wow, it goes down. It goes down to eleventh. Yeah, it goes down to eleventh. Amazing. Yeah. Anyway, Newport, they have a slight advantage of playing a bit early doors here. Great. Colchester, hats off to Hayden Mullins. He didn't like. I thought Colchester at one point were going to get dragged into this. Craig, he they did. haven't. They've they've done very well, um, but Newport need the win. Five night in South Wales. This will not be a pleasant trip for Colchester. Three 0 Newport. Yeah, a real comfortable two 0 win for Newport as they push towards that uh, that top seven. Barrow entertaining Sutton United in the first three o'clock game here, Craig. This is wow. This is a long trip. I know. I know Sutton have some long trips in this division, but travelling yeah. up to Barrow. Barrow, who who beat Forest Green Rovers four nil, um, Craig, which unbelievable. Uh, did, did 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 we say we should? We it was not the game, but we did mention <laughs> we should put some money on. I'm sure we did say that in the last pod. There, we should just throw five pound on Barrow to beat Forest well, Green. I, I, I think sure I think did. I think what we said, Graham, was it's the biggest coupon buster potentially, and and we've uh, seen them. We we have seen some, but Forest Green, who. To be fair to play, although I would like to mention, um, actually, we'll come on to Forest Green. We'll, we'll do a mention for one of their players in a minute. But Barrow, Sutton, Sutton need the win. They've got back into the playoffs. Um, 70 points. One of your favourite teams, Craig. Joe Kissy, one of my favourite players in this division, playing out of his skin, the former teacher at right back for Sutton. Um, I think Sutton need the win. Barrow don't. 2 0 Sutton. Yeah, I think again, Graham, it's going to be a, a, a goal filled game. So I'm going to go Barrow one, Sutton three. I just love everything about Sutton, how they approach games. I say it week in, week out. They just go for it, they just go for the jugular. And if they lose, they lose. Uh, but when they win, they win in spectacular form. So fair play. On to Scunthorpe, travelling to Bradford City, already relegated Scunthorpe. Um, yeah, some people should be hanging their heads at there. Scunthorpe United should not be getting relegated from this division. But Traveling to Bradford, who are not um, had great results recently. Oh, you couldn't pay me to go at this one, Craig. Nil-nil. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's a game that Bradford must win. I really do. They've had such a disappointing season. Uh, Mark Hughes will be looking forward to to next season and hopefully having an improved budget to to what Derek Adams had this this year. Um, Scunthorpe have been a disaster club and uh, I just think from top to bottom they, they need an inquest there really um, uh, it's going to be so tough for them in the conference next year as well Graham because we look at the quality that's going to be be still in that division um, it's no no certainty that Scunny will, will come straight back oh, up there's much, much bigger teams than them in that division yeah sure. I think I think they could could have some some years of obscurity as for Bradford they need to win I think they will win soon Two one to Bradford. Uh, onto a huge promotion game here. Bristol Rovers hosting hosting Forest Green Rovers. Yep. Um, 
Bristol Rovers again. I, I, I do like the way Bristol Rovers are beating the team too. Just should and, and with a lot of divisions, Craig. This is the thing we see it with Arsenal as well, don't we? Where if you just win the games that you should, you're not in bad shape, really. It's it's avoiding those huge banana skins, isn't it? Whereas yeah, we look at Forest Green and we. Barrow isn't the first big shock there, but they've had some big defeats somewhere else as well, Forest Green, haven't they? But it's been tough for them. And oh yeah, I had to, I do want to mention um Matt Stevens. Um he's done his crew shift. Yeah. Um so hopefully he won't be too far starting next season. One of the top scorers in the division. So we're thinking, and it is Matt Stevens. I'm not going to ride. Do you want no, to you're right. Matt, it is Matt Stevens? Yeah, I don't want to make sure it's it, Matt with one T. Yeah, yeah. Um, so fair play to him. He's been he's been up there for top goal scorer. He's been played the month a number of times. Goals for him, really, Graham. Goals for him. He's had a wonderful season, and no doubt was looking forward to to test yeah. himself in. Uh, in well, you'll get that chance, Wayne Craig. We know. We know. We know Forest yeah. already up. Ten, not not technically, but they are already up. So he will get a chance. Forest Green going to Bristol Rovers. Um, I think they're playing them at quite a good time here, Forest Green. Are they got to be committed? It is one of their... Um, they don't have any dive games, Forest Green, do they really? But this is one of their closest trips, I believe, if not the closest trip from Gloucester. Um, so it is a bit of a derby game. Two-one Bristol Rovers. I'm going to give. Uh, I'm going to give Joey Barton the first time of season the benefit of a doubt. I think if they want to, they want to get automatic, which they still can. Yep. Uh, even Sutton will think they can still, with a game in hand, even Sutton still think they can get automatic, Craig. Yeah. If they want that, they need to win this. I'll, and I will give him that benefit of a doubt. It'll be a tough game. 2-1 Bristol Rovers. I think Joey Barton's a brilliant job there, second half of the season. Um, you know, I think Bristol Rovers plays, and again, the recruitment's been very good. Yeah, I think they'll win this 3-1. On to Exeter, title promotion teams. Exeter City yeah. are getting there now. They're starting to stretch their legs. Yeah. The Grecians are in second place. Giovanni Browns had a wonderful second half of the season to go along with Jay Tab and others. Um, Exeter finally getting out of this. They did lose to Tranmere last time. Bit of a shock, but that was only probably a blip, really, Craig. And they will, unfortunately, to our friend Robbie Stock daily be on the end of a, well, I'll be generous and say 3 0 Exeter. Yeah, I think. But it could, but it could, but it could be more. I think the Reno next. I mean, Rochdale got that great result last time out, didn't they, against uh, a late win against Hartlepool um, to give them that comfortable cushion. Um, but extra are just too good. They're, 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 the streets ahead of Rochdale, 3 0. Um, on to Harrogate Town. Wow. Harrogate Town, St. Carl. I'll tell you what, it's a good wow. job for Harrogate. The season's ending when it is. Another month and they'll be banging trouble. Yeah. Wow. What? A, what? A, has there been a bigger collapse anywhere in the football league than these guys? No. But and and they're getting hammered though, Craig. Three yeah. nil, two nil, four one, three nil, and then the big. Uh, I'm I'm staggered by what's going on at Harrogate. Hopefully they'll get it together over summer and they'll re- and they'll get themselves in line. Um, Paul Simpson's Carlisle United up to seventeenth, not a problem, and they're going to smash Harrogate three nil here at Harrogate. Yeah, I think they're going to win as well. I think Simo's done a great job since he's gone back in there. Proper footballer, man. Congratulations to him and, and everyone associated with Carlisle United. I, I think they'll win this game 2-1 uh, simply because of what you've said. Harrogate's form has dropped off a cliff. There has been no bigger collapse in English football second half of the season. Yeah, because as we say that, because they were promoted, they were in the playoffs. They were in the playoffs going for promotion, Craig, weren't they? That's why yeah. we say that. Yeah. Um, Hartlepool United hosting Swindon Town. 
Greg Swindon Town. It says they are in 11th, but they're firmly in this promotion race still. They've yep. got a game in hand. The game in hand would take them uh, just behind Mansfield, but um, I don't think they can get automatic Swindon now, but they're firmly in, in the playoff contention. They have to win at Hartlepool, and the will won't be easy, but uh, a 2-1 success for Swindon. Yeah, 2-0 to Swindon, Graham, I'm going for. I think Hartlepool have, have had a really successful season, uh, retaining their status and solidifying themselves in the in the football league. Fair play to to, to Graham Lee there and everyone associated with the football club. Um, but they're going to come unstuck today. Uh, sorry, tomorrow. Uh, Swindon will win 2-0. On to Northampton, travelling to Leighton Orient now, Craig. Leighton Orient, look at Leighton Orient up to the 13th. Um, against Northampton team in fourth. Now, uh, league tables don't like Craig. However, I think Northampton have been under the radar. They've had a very good run of fixtures, Northampton. They've beaten Hartyville, Oldham, yeah. Harrogate, John Bradford. And then the two team, two half-decent teams have played. They've lost in Bristol City and Mansfield. So I think I think that run of form... They've won the games had to, but I think it's disguised in Northampton's position. I still think Northampton might miss out on the playoffs, Craig. And I don't think they get anything here. I think Leighton Orient beat them 2-1. Yeah, I think 2-0 Orient. think their form is very good. Um, fair play to, to the guys down there. Richie Vellens. Don't well since he went in. <laughs> yeah, and as I said, they're one of the teams next year, Craig. They'll be banging contention water. They're yeah, big club. They'll have a big budget there. On to big clubs and big budgets in this division. Mansfield Town, Miss Crawley Town. Now, of course, really got it going again here. Uh, against the Crawley team, who, as as we say all the time, John Yems, wonderful job he's yeah. done there. If not for his post, just for I've been paying attention to his post match interviews, Craig. Since oh, you mate. And he's a very very entertaining <laughs> man. He really is. Uh, and Crawley Town, who are top of the form table, Craig. Wow. Crawley Town in April in League Two, top of the form table. What an amazing and they won't. John, you know what they've left this one a bit late, but what an amazing job. People don't realise. If Crawley Town were in the, in the National League, they'd, have, they'd be in the bottom half of, in terms of budgets, Craig, wouldn't they? Yeah, listen, there's, there's so many clubs in the National League that are bigger, spending more money than they are, no doubt about it. But obviously, we'll see next season. But I think the Crypto Kings, as they, as we will nickname them going forward, they may get some money after being taken over by a cryptocurrency company, who Craig knows a lot more than I do about. But back to Mansfield and their promotion charge, Craig. Um, game in hand over Tramere, Mansfield. I still quite fancy Mansfield in this automatic thing. I don't know why, but I think they'll get in the playoffs and they will beat Crawley. Oh, tougher than I thought. 2-1 though. Big good game. Yeah, I think one all, I think they'll cancel each other out. I think it'll be a real good game. But I agree with you. I think it'll be a real good game. One of the best games in the division. Uh, talking of games which won't be one of the best games in the division, <laughs> Oldham versus Salford. Um, and you know what? I think Salford, Salford are in the playoffs. Um they don't have games in hand. They, they need others to lose to get in there. I think because it's the derby game, Carl Pepigiani playing for Oldham, I think there's a little bit of, little bit of spice to this one. Yep. They are local rivals. They don't like each other. Oldham need the points with John Sheridan, and he's going to stuff it to Salford and beat them 2-0. Do you know what? It's, it's, it's the Gary Neville derby, isn't it, this? Uh, it, no, it's it... the Paul Scholes derby. As he owns, he owns Salford, part of Salford, but he supports Oldham. Yeah, uh, do you know what? When 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 Oldham were were having their financial difficulties, um, I, I, along with 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 Berry as well, I always wondered why those those guys didn't buy one of those clubs. But anyway, um, I think Oldham are a much bigger club than Salford. They've got a oh. richer history than Salford. 
Um, you can't, buy his, you can't buy you can't buy a lot of things at Southampton. You can't buy history and heritage. Probably. No, and and also they've got a, a, a genuine fan base too, haven't they? At uh, yeah. At, at Oldham um, yeah because of all those things I think Salford have got the better squad I think Salford have got the better players um, they've got a real good manager at Salford too but all that said I think Derby game Oldham are going to win this 2-1 yeah I think I think it's like those us neutral onlookers would quite like that because we, we'd like that we'd like the relegation players to go up the last day wouldn't we yeah, we at would, the moment yeah. Oldham are four points adrift of Stevage and Barrow at the bottom end. So we'll see how that turns out because Stevenage, the aforementioned Stevenage, are hosting Tranmere Rovers, Craig. Yeah. Steven, it's a tough one, this for Stevenage because Tranmere, they're starting to grind out. I like I like Tranmere's recent results, Craig. A lot of draws, but they're not losing now. They're starting no. to grind out a few wins and getting the form back. They beat Exeter last time out. Um, to be fair, Stevenage, Craig, they've, you know, they've beaten Colchester, Rochdale. They've yep. given themselves a hope. Stevenage, were gone a few, they were gone a few weeks ago. So done, fair yeah. play to Steve Evans. We knew that. I think this will be a battling draw here. I think both teams will go hammer and tongs. Ooh, I don't think Trammy have got it in them to win down there against Evans. So I'm going to say one all. Yeah, I, I'm going to slightly disagree with you, Graham. I, I agree it'll be a complete battle. It'll be an attritional game. It won't be football for the purist. But I think Tramier have got more individuals that can win the game. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I think the will think Tramier will win this 2-1. Uh, it takes on to Walsall versus Port Vale. Walsall, again, one of these teams who've um, they've got themselves going again. They're not going anywhere. Um, against the Port Vale team, we're in third, Craig. We're, they were mm-hmm. down and out, but Port Vale, Daryl Clark, wonderful squad. Um, he'll, be, he'll be sore after losing to Bristol Rovers, his former team, last weekend. And he'll make Walsall pay with a 2-0 win. Mm. Yeah, I think I think Portville need to win this game, uh, and I think that they will. I think they'll win it two 0 two 0 to Portville. And that's us done, Craig. Plenty of midweek action, so there's going to be lots of us to talk about next weekend. But uh, that's us done for our previews. Top man, have a great weekend, Graham. Have a great weekend, everybody. Cheers, guys.